Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The world is a great big Jaffa cake. Some people don't like it, others do. Either way, it's okay. All you've got to say is not today. Well, where to stop today? Uh, so much to talk about, isn't there? Uh, kind of fun to have actual events happening over the weekend. Uh, Dominic Cummings uh, went to his parents' castle. Because, sure, uh, I love I love that he dresses like an Islington drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, I live in a squat. Well, t- like, technically, my dad owns it. Yeah, 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 yeah. People call me Dizzy, yeah? I'm actually the 28th Baron Liddington of Fowsley. He... Keir Starmer bought a small paddock for rescue donkeys and this guy's dad has a castle with, oh, an extra house in it. Who has the privilege? Surely this narrative can't go on. And yeah, but he dresses like an Islington drug dealer. He's a man of the people who's saying what we... Do you know what he's doing? Do you know why the trip to Durham, as offensive as it is, is practically a smokescreen as much as it's a crisis? It's fine, because you know what? I didn't not see dying relatives because of the rules over the last few months. So I I am not in the apoplexy uh, about it that countless thousands of other people uh, are. The people who made huge emotional and practical sacrifices over the last three months. But the the truth is, as, as deeply offensive as it is, it's not the story. And even what I thought was the story is not the story. The fact that he ran vote leave who broke all the rules. That's not the story. The person who has the story is Carol Cadwallader, uh, who you should follow on Twitter. She is at Carol with an E Cadwaller, C-A-D-W-A-L-L-A. She does some extraordinary journalism uh, and she tweeted, uh, why does the coming story matter? Uh, And what does it obscure? There's a question. The real story, she says, is the huge transfer of government assets to private companies that he is overseeing under cover of a pandemic while restructuring the cabinet office into his and Michael Gove's private fiefdom. You want to know what's going on? Go and read her Twitter thread. It's at Carol Cadwaller. Uh, And thanks to Julie for the tip off on that one. It's um, pretty stark stuff. It's not good. Uh, Neil uh, has emailed on the subject. Uh, He says, uh, finally, 
Dominic Cummings has sort of apologised for his actions. Uh, he was confronted by the Pepper Army this morning. Yeah, I know it's Pepper Army now. It's pa, pa, pa. Uh, as he was leaving his house. Uh, do you know what? They're animals. Uh, he stopped to give this statement. Down at the bottom of the garden, among the birds and the bees, a little lot of little people they call the Poddington Peas. There's Creep Pea, Black Eyed Pea and Dump Pea. Keep it a secret now, please. There's Zip Pea, Happy and there's Sweet Pea and all the Poddington Peas, the Poddington Peas. Uh, so that's sorted out then. <laughs> thing is, I wouldn't put it past him because uh, he's he's done children's theme tunes before, hasn't he? He did Paw Patrol so famously. Thanks, Neil. Uh, I appreciate that. But uh, obviously, when you need proper grown-up analysis, the first person you're going to turn to is Laura Amalrajan. Of course who tweeted the following yesterday. Uh, and I have to say, actually makes a couple of uh, well-considered and quite salient uh, points. Uh, he comes to the Dominic Cummings story from a completely different angle uh, to most of the other journalists out there. Uh, he tweeted, <clears throat> When in my dreamland, the great at Armando Iannucci writes his script based on this weekend. The key moment will be when the number 10 official, bracket, z, close bracket, z, who dictated the line to various cabinet ministers yesterday morning, had to call them hours later to say, looks like there's more to this story. <laughs> oh, and when at Armando Iannucci does write this, please, I'm cool with just an end credit when he chooses the following for the title. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> the second comings. <laughs> oh my days! How do I do it? Not just a brilliant journalist. Oh, oh. oh lucky at Armando Inrici. <laughs> Dreamland seems very much to be Amel's current tip. This is a, a whole world that he's he's creating very much on Instagram, and so it's time for. Children playing in a sun-dappled wood Netflix streaming on 5G A brand new Audi in pure white every night And I'm the DG Yes It's Amor Rogers' dreamland Nice Really nice. Uh, so let's continue uh, the journey through Amal Rajan's Instagram. Uh, so this is part one. We actually had part two last week, but, uh, you know, that's the, I can't handle that. Uh, so he uh, he posted on Instagram a, a picture, a view of London, uh, and wrote the following prose, which I think you will find so achingly moving. Uh, it will reduce you to tears. He writes, My beloved city. The best view of London is from Alexandra Palace, not Primrose Hill or Parliament Hill. I love Ali Pali. I cycle up there on most days off and sometimes during a pandemic. Saw Toots and the Maytals there a while back. Yes, he's an absolute reggae nut. Uh, that's what it says in his Twitter bio. Uh, he doesn't say reggae nuts, but anyway. And head there with my parents or kids on a spare sunny day. How can you possibly have a spare sunny day? Also, the food stores and ice cream van are wicked. In my 
Dreamland. Every city would have a people's palace at the top of a hill where lovers could frolic. There's a lot of that with Amal. And families play together. On golden days, I use that word advisedly, that seemed to go on forever. Absolutely beautiful. It's Amal Rogers' dreamland. Nice. I re- <laughs> Sorry. I remember uh, years ago, I, I took some uh, like testing where you work out your real age. And one of the questions was like, you know, how often do you exercise? What exercise do you do? Do you, you know, how, how often do you cry? Uh, and um, one of the questions was, how often do you eat cauliflower? I was like, that's very specific. Why? What's what? What is it about cauliflower that's so great? And I think in, on some level that stayed with me over like f- at least 15 years. Some things being like, oh, maybe I should eat more ca- cauliflower. So I buy cauliflower. I can't really be bothered with it. I'm just fine. You can make like cauliflower cheese, which is just like an excuse to eat cheese sauce when, you know, it's perfectly nice out of the saucepan. <sighs> But, you know, I buy it and I think, oh, cauliflower, that's a good thing to do, isn't it? That's what grown-ups do. They buy cauliflower. Like, in your 20s, you don't buy cauliflower, do you? Anyway, right, so I bought this cauliflower. It's lurking in the fridge for, I don't know, like four weeks or whatever. I'm thinking, oh, that day is coming. I'm going to have to uh, eat the cauliflower. So day before yesterday, I'm like, okay, fine. There's nothing left to eat other than the cauliflower, so I'll eat the cauliflower. So I take it out and I start washing it. I start pulling it apart. Now, normally, you know, I go in with the knife round the core, the stalk at the bottom, you know, and release the head. Uh, I did. For some reason, I didn't with this one. Uh, it was an organic cauliflower. It was very nice looking. I instead was just sort of gently twisting off the florets one by one. And I'm glad I did because two very plump and highly verdant caterpillars uh, were in there. And I felt like, well, you know, that's that's what you get for buying organic, you know, uh, and and it's brilliant because it's basically an excuse not to eat a cauliflower. It's not my cauliflower. I can't eat that cauliflower. How could I eat that cauliflower? That's someone's house and whole life. That that that, that cauliflower is those caterpillars whole world. I'm not going to deprive them of that. Plus, I just can't be bothered. So, you know, we had nuggets instead. So uh, now I've got and here's the thing. I already had a jar with caterpillars in it because we got set. We got given something of send off when you get a jar of caterpillars and they turn into butterflies. It'd be brilliant. I've now got a second jar of caterpillars. My house has turned into caterpillar land and um, and and, you know, there's cauliflower in, in the jar and the caterpillars are having a great time. Two caterpillars and a tiny weeny baby one that was like two millimeters long and a chrysalis like they're all over the shop and some eggs. It's like. Come on, guys, try and stick together, will you? So, and I've got the rest of the, <coughs> I've got the rest of the cauliflower in the fridge in a box, so that I can feed it to them, bit by bit, which is pathetic. And I know, like you, should, you know, what I'm saying is, once they've done their thing and my babies have fled, um, I'll see how much cauliflower is left. All right, and then maybe I'll eat the cauliflower. That's that's lockdown for you. I also decided to go the full cliche yesterday for the first time. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm trying to make sourdough and it's just nonsense. A small glutinous cannonball. Uh, anyway, it's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Tomorrow, though, uh, on a food tip, we're going to launch hashtag Desert Island Fridge. Uh, what are the eight things that you would have in your Desert Island Fridge? The eight foodstuffs that you can't live without. We've already had some tweets on this uh, ages ago and I didn't get to them, but I will tomorrow. But if you'd like to join in, hashtag Desert Island Fridge or at Not Today Pod on the tweets there. Also on food, David Brazel has emailed. If you want to email, it's not today at swanburst.com. Uh, he says, morning, Jake. Oh, morning, David. Not suitable for broadcast, I fear. <laughs> That's what you think. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. But your talk of Perrinets this morning, very funny. Well done. Th- thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, reminding me of something. I didn't mention this vegan Perrinets, the um, Nando's. Oh, you know when you sort of catch a little twang of your own voice and go, That's Amel. You sound like Amel, mate. Anyway, uh, he says, uh, uh, your Perrinet's talk reminded me of something. A few years ago, I was reading the speaker bios for a conference I was thinking of attending and spotted a typo in one of them. The speaker in question was from County Mayo in Ireland. Uh, unfortunately, one letter was missing and it was the worst possible letter. Uh, I'm afraid as a middle-aged man, I still chortled for far too long before saying to myself, well, aren't we all? Uh, the typo was on the website for a few days before it was changed. I only wish I'd been in the room when it was spotted. Esther! Esther! One! Esther! Have a good day, David. Thanks very much. Uh, let's honk out our final round of... Yes, it's the final playoff of Listener Top Trumps. Thanks so much to everybody uh, who took part in this. Hugely appreciated. Uh, it's where we basically play off the uh, stats of one listener against another. And uh, today we have Gemma, who is up against the one and only 
Scary Mark. Scary Mark says, be alert and don't don't do that. But do do this. Go make some coin for the government. We've got warmer music. I'm sorry I frightened you. Please, please come out of the cupboard. Come out of the cupboard. Anyway, uh, let's go through Gemma's stats. Uh, what's his name? John, John Sachs. John Sachs. Sachs in the morning. Do you remember him? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Gemma. Strength. 35% proof. <laughs> and counting. Height. Knows when a man has fixed a mirror to the wall without thinking. <laughs> Agility. Built for grace, not speed. I like that. Talent. Gobbing cherry stones great distances. Oh, I'm a sucker. I suck on cherry stones. uh, What I like is to eat some cherries. And then the last one, I suck on the stone for like an hour until it's completely bald and smooth. Not a trace of flesh remaining on it. That's a fascinating fact, isn't it? You're welcome. Sorry. It's Monday. I'm getting up to speed. Uh, and uh, best saying. Oh, go on then. <laughs> I'm going with saying. I, I don't think that's beatable, Gemma. Even up against Scary Mark, I think. Oh, go on then. That's really good. Okay. <clears throat> scary Mark. Well, let's go through all his stats. Strength. Fear. That's a good point. Height. Nightmarishly average. Oh, dear. Agility? You can run, but you can't hide. Same as me. Okay. Talent? Strikes fear into your very soul. Stay home. Don't touch. Be naughty. And saying, Scary Mark says, Yeah, Gemma! I think you won that. Oh, go on then. (laughs) Oh, go on then. I love that. That's brilliant. Thank you so much to everyone who took part in Top Trumps. We'll do something else tomorrow because, you know, it's nice to chew through it all, isn't it? Finally, uh, we've got an email from lindsayhellcatpress.com. I should check out hellcatpress.com, I think. What's going on at hellcatpress.com? She's done some more of her film uh, analysis, which I I rather enjoy. Uh, Hi, Jake. I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm not a film scholar at all, but I do enjoy observing and analysing pop culture trends. By the way, if you haven't seen What's Up, Doc, today is the day. It's the best film ever made. Watched it again the other night. It's just just a lovely film. Anyway, Lindsay says, I was watching Tropic Thunder a while ago and it got me thinking about the Oscars, how nominated movies all fit certain tropes and how a lot of them are problematic. We've basically got five main categories. Uh, The very tragic war story, a heroic white person ends racism, the costume drama full of British people, Uh, what? Uh, the gay tragedy and the magical disabled person. The very tragic war story is just that. It's usually set during World War Two. Sometimes it's based on a true story. Yeah, but World War One's like the new World War Two, isn't it? Everybody loves a bit of that. It's because of the computers. All the things you can do with the computers now, isn't it? <laughs> the heroic white person ends racism movie is deeply problematic for very obvious reasons. Sometimes it takes a true story or event and wedges a white lead character into it. Movies like The Blind Side, The Help, Green Book and Dangerous Minds were all hoping for Oscars and some of them took home awards. The costume drama full of British people is just that. It's a costume drama. There are lots of British people or British accents in it. In it. Um, 
what I want to understand is what's the obsession among American casting directors and directors uh, for, for British people doing terrible American accents? I mean, you know, Idris Elba in The Wire, what's that all about? And what's his name? Thingamy, what's it, off Homeland, Posh Boy. What's that? Yeah, I, I, I can't really do an American accent, so I'm just going to subtone everything. Yeah, nice ruse, mate. I see you coming. Anyway. Uh, the gay tragedy movie is deeply problematic in the same way the heroic white person ends racism movie is. In the gay tragedy movie, a good-looking white heterosexual cisgendered male actor plays a gay character who dies tragically. Tom Hanks in Philadelphia, Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain, William Hurt in Kiss of the Spider Woman, Sean Penn in Milk, etc. It's the easiest way to win an Oscar. I think they just hand it to you the second you get the part. The... Magical Disabled Person movie is another problematic one. In the Magical Disabled Person movie, the lead character is disabled in some way, either physically or mentally, and the entire movie chronicles the way their existence affects the able-bodied people around them. These movies are especially problematic when the character is mentally disabled in some way because they're always portrayed as having some sort of magical ability. Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man, Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump. Sometimes we get weird overlap, like 2015's Stonewall, wherein a white male character was wedged into the Stonewall in Riot, which was started by a black trans woman. Stonewall was trying really hard for an Oscar, but bombed and landed zero awards. We'll also sometimes get an anomaly, where a horror movie or musical wins. Anyways, this email went on for way longer than I originally planned. If you want, I can keep sending in amateur film analysis. If not, that's cool too. Yeah, please do. I love that. Um, and very interesting uh, observations, I think, that you've made that. I think what we're saying is Tom, Tom Hanks is problematic. I mean, he wasn't in the dream I had. He was really nice, where we were doing a two-handed play and we were going on in 20 minutes and I hadn't read the script. And he was really nice about it. <laughs> but uh, you do make some extremely salient points there. There are so few films pre-2017 that you can watch. You know, there's always just a moment. What's up, Doc? Just about squeaks through. Um, and it is just a joyful film. But yeah, increasingly finding it hard to watch almost anything pre-2017. <laughs> just needs a few little nips and tucks everywhere. I'm going to re-edit films to make them okay. Uh, right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's nice to be back. Uh, happy bank holiday. Okay, meaningless. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. Don't forget, hashtag Desert Island Fridge. Uh, the eight things that you would have in your fridge. And uh, I will get to all of your lovely tweets as well, uh, which I have not. And I haven't forgotten the band. That's all still happening. I'll try and get further with that this week. Also, before I go... Um, I'm getting Harry the Piano on the podcast. Uh, he's well up for it. And uh, if you don't know Harry the Piano, he is amazing. And he can do any song in any style. Uh, so let's just use the hashtag Harry Requests. Hashtag Harry Requests. And tell me what song you want him to play in what style. And I will bombard him with him uh, as soon as I can convene a recording time. All right. That really, really is it. Take care. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Ah! 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 